You're listening to the People Over Profit podcast. Hi, I'm Justine Beauregard. Since 2008, I've been helping small businesses and entrepreneurs increase their income in ways that feel good to them. For decades, we've been led to believe that business is just a numbers game, but really, it's a relationships game. On this show, you'll learn what it takes to create more income without sacrificing your integrity or your joy to do it. With fresh takes on sales, marketing, and other growth-focused topics, you'll be able to lead your business or team to greater success by focusing on quality connections, not vanity metrics. If you believe in putting people first, you belong here. Now, let's spend some quality time together. I'm going to throw some stats at you. 72% of people say positive reviews increase their trust in a business. 92% of customers read online reviews before they make a purchase. And 97% of business-to-business customers cited testimonials as the most reliable types of marketing content. The data speaks for itself. Positive reviews and testimonials help businesses build trust with their ideal customers and make more sales. So the question of the day is how do you get more of these? Well, there are a few factors to consider that we're going to cover today that are going to make it really simple for you to capture this customer feedback and make you excited to share it and use it across all of your marketing channels so you can capture all of those incredible benefits that we just talked about. And the first is timing. When is the perfect time to ask for a review or a testimonial? And are there certain times that tend to work best? And the answer to that question is yes. There are actually certain times that work best to capture reviews and testimonials. In fact, there are three specific times that I always ask for customer reviews and testimonials. The first one is immediately following a purchase. And I know that you might be thinking, that is a little too soon. Maybe that's pushing you a little bit outside of your comfort zone. Maybe it even sounds a little counterintuitive. Because when someone has just clicked on purchase, they haven't actually experienced anything just yet, right? But here's the thing about post-purchase reviews and testimonials. People's excitement is never going to be higher than after they just got that hit of dopamine from clicking buy now. There is a reason that they decided to buy from you and their review will often reflect that excitement when it's captured right at that time. I can always tell when someone has left a review immediately after they buy something for this reason, because it always sounds something like this. I love everything I buy from this brand, or I have told all of my friends about these. I can't wait to try this out, or I can already feel the shifts happening to my business. If you want to level up your finances, this is going to be a game changer, right? It's that future-oriented language. It's that excitement about the brand. It's more loyalty-infused than it is talking about the actual results experience experiences, outcomes. The second time that I like to ask is immediately following a great experience or a win, some of those outcomes, right? So catch them at the end of the win and they will be singing your praises louder than ever. When my client had her highest income month, I asked her for a video review. Why? 
because this is a memorable win. It's a massive achievement that speaks volumes about the quality of our partnership and the impact of the work that we had been doing on her business. It doesn't get any better than that, right? So that's probably the ideal time that I would ask for a testimonial is directly following a win or a collection of wins that is leaving that person feeling really empowered and excited about what's to come next. The third best time is going to be split depending on the style of business you're running. So if you sell services, you want to ask once services are fully rendered. So if you're wrapping up a project, it's pretty standard to ask the customer to leave feedback, right? But if you're selling products, once you think they've had enough time and experience with it, that is when you want to ask. Because someone might buy a house from you, right? Or they might buy a car from you, or they might buy lipstick from you. And it could be months or years or decades before they're technically, quote unquote, done with that thing. So for instance, a car, I would ask within 72 hours. Within 72 hours, they've driven that thing around. They've tested the tech in it. They've done all the things that you would pretty much do with a car routinely. Skincare products, I'd probably wait about a week. A t-shirt, maybe 30 days because you never know, do they wash it right away? Do they buy it for an event? Are they waiting for something? Like there's a little bit longer of a lead time on that one. So in addition to these, I typically have nurture sequences where every 30, 60, or 90 days, I will ask for customer feedback. These are called feedback loops. They're not necessarily formal reviews or testimonials. Sometimes they're just like a quick three-question survey or a check-in and review of their progress or a note asking them what's going on, what's happened, what are their wins, what are they experiencing. These are really important for a couple of reasons. First is obviously you're going to capture some really great feedback you can share with other people. You can have good, you know, little screenshots that you can put into your marketing, all of that good stuff. What I find is more important, though, is your learning. This will really help you gauge and know whether you're on the right track or not. It will also show your customers that you care about them. You're focused on their results. You want to make sure that they're okay and they know that you are there to help. Whether you sell a product or a service, you're showing up. You're not just like, hey, thanks for buying. See you never, right? Like you're taking the time to think about them. Even if it's an automation sequence, you're still taking the time to think about them when you create that sequence. It is a personal outreach. It does feel special and important and different. And a lot of brands forget to do it. So if you're looking for a natural way to differentiate yourself, the customer experience and feedback loops are definitely one of them. No matter what the cadence you go with is, I want you to be sure to do one thing. Keep your request for a testimonial or a review or even a referral completely separate from all your other requests. The thing I see happening too often is that you will ask for a review at the bottom of an invoice or you'll tie it in with another request to your customer. And it's so easy for that request to get buried or overlooked when it's tacked on to another message or request or thing. So be bold 
and send a standalone request. Now, the second thing I want you to think about when it comes to requesting testimonials and reviews from people is how you make the request. For me, this has always been the most awkward part. So if you are anything like me and you feel uncomfortable or uncertain about how to ask for that review or testimonial, I want you to know that you're not alone. I have talked to so many people who have expressed the same feelings that that is actually the reason why they bury their request for a review or testimonial or they don't follow up when they've asked once because their assumption is if they didn't already do it, then they don't want to do it. Then they're not as happy as I thought. Then I'm not as good as I believed myself to be, et cetera, et cetera. And most of that is just garbage, right? It's just mind drama and bad thoughts that are not actually true. A lot of the time people just miss it. They forget. Something else gets in the way. It doesn't really matter what it is. It's we are in control of that request and the more courage we have in showing up and asking for it and the more we assume things in our favor, the better our results are going to be. And as with most of my messaging, I like to keep these types of requests really short and sweet and to the point. So I will use the subject line a lot quick favor. And in the body of the message, I will address them by name. And then I will say whatever their most recent win was is so incredible. And I am so proud of you. Are you open to recording a 30 to 60 second video testimonial or writing a review about this experience or these results on my Facebook page, on my Google page, whatever it is that you want to drive them to? And then I close with this. I would love to share your story of success with people so that they can be just as inspired as I am by what you're creating here. I look forward to hearing from you. Now, I'm in the services space, so I know all of my clients for the most part. And I also feel like video is a really powerful medium for testimonials. But let's say that you have hundreds or thousands of clients and you don't really get to know them personally, or you don't care if it's a video or written testimonial or something on a certain platform or whatever, then offer choices. Because offering different ways to leave a review will make it even harder for someone to say no to you. So for instance, you can say, can you send me a 30 to 60 second video testimonial? You can say, can you write me a review on Google, LinkedIn, or Facebook? Maybe you can ask them to post a public statement on their own Facebook page. Maybe you just want them to email you back a couple of sentences that summarize their recent experience. You can even offer to come to them and actually write it for them or record it with them and then get their approval. Just don't forget to include links when you make a request that they're going to do on their own so that it is easy and quick for them to do it. Because when it is easy for them to just click and go, they are much more likely to say yes or to do it right away. And finally is the question set that I use for capturing deeper feedback. If you're sharing things like case studies or professionally filmed video testimonials, this is going to be particularly useful for you. And if you think about the format as a story, you're going to want to start with a little bit of background. And then from there, you're going to want to walk people through the journey and kind of paint that picture and then get to some more general questions that can be isolated for clips and marketing and all of that good stuff. So here are the questions in the order in which I ask them. 
keeping in mind that these are worded in the third person because I like to have someone else conducting these video interviews because I feel like the responses are a little less skewed and it's less awkward and uncomfortable for me. I actually used a similar question set when I was doing voice of customer research for my own copy on my website. So these are not just limited to case studies and formal reviewed videos and things like that. You could use these in a variety of ways to support your business. So here are the questions in order. Number one, where were you before you met Justine? Emotionally, financially, whatever it was. Number two, what prompted you to look for help or reach out to Justine? Number three, what was it that made you trust Justine enough to work with her and feel like it would be worth it? Number four, how did it make you feel when you first saw results working with Justine? Number five, I'm guessing that when you started to see some of those results, some other shifts started happening in your life and in your business. Can you talk to me a little bit more about that? Number six, would you say that Justine has changed your life in some way? If so, how? Number seven, there are a lot of sales coaches and courses and programs and resources out there. What makes Justine different? Why did you choose to work with her over all of those other options and alternatives that were available to you? Number eight, imagine that this is your last chance to say anything to Justine. What would you say? And finally, if someone's on the fence about working with Justine, what would you say to that person? Now, apart from the obvious benefits to capturing this deep level of feedback, the language that people use can often be, as I mentioned before, repurposed into lots of marketing messaging that creates the most aligned awareness for your brand and makes sales so much easier for you, not just today, but well into the future. I've used a lot of the specific words and phrases that I noticed repeated among multiple people's feedback in my sales copy. I have taken little snippets of what people have said and have actually used it in my marketing to promote my own offers, not as a formal testimonial, just taking those little bits of feedback and weaving them into my sales copy strategically. So if you have not asked someone for a testimonial recently, I want you to go do that today. And if you have no one to ask, go get someone that you can ask for one. Whether it means working for free, sending a sample, maybe doing a discount, or boldly selling yourself like never before and getting a full paying client or getting someone to pay full price for whatever it is that you're selling. I prefer that you do that. But if you're in a place where that still feels a little out of reach or uncomfortable or like it's going to be too long of a sales cycle and you want that person today, the easiest way to do it is to do it for free or to do it at a discount because you're going to feel more comfortable and confident pitching yourself when you know that the value you're giving has been exponentially increased by cutting down the price. And if you already have a bunch of testimonials, maybe short ones on your Facebook page or your Google profile or things that you have screenshotted or people have sent to you that you think could be even more powerful if they were a video story or a case study, go make that happen. Remember, 
92% of your customers will read an online review before they buy. You want to do this. It matters and it will impact your results guaranteed. If you found this episode helpful, hit the subscribe button. And if you haven't yet, please rate and review the show. I appreciate your honest feedback. Plus, it helps more people find this content so they can grow their businesses by putting people first too. And if you have any questions or ideas for future episodes, send them to justine at justinebeauregard.com. I can't wait to hear from you and I'll see you next week.